Of course, you know there are four Gospels. I hope you know that. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And you probably know that every year we read from a different Gospel on the Sundays, right? So Matthew one year, Mark, then Luke, and then Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And John, well, we read John throughout the, on major feast days, throughout Easter, and a couple other times during the year, especially in the weekdays and Easter. But, it, but when we read from Mark's Gospel, like we're doing this year, because Mark's Gospel is the shortest, we kind of augmented with just one mighty chapter from the Gospel of John. And this is the year, so we're right in the middle of that. For five weeks during this summer, we're going to read from the Gospel of John, chapter 6 which you should know is a very important chapter. Okay, God, they're all important, I know. But especially chapter 6 for us, that's called the bread of life teaching of Jesus. That's where he expounds upon and teaches us about the bread of life, the bread come down from heaven, what we would call the Eucharist, exactly what we're celebrating today. So in this, it begins with last week's gospel, what we heard last week, last Sunday, the multiplication of the loaves and the fish, And then Jesus talks about what that means and how they should hunger, not just for bread and fish, but for something more. And then it will reach the um, climactic point in a week or two, I think, when Jesus will say, Amen, I say to you, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life within you. Pretty amazing and dramatic words for Jesus to say. So today, in today's passage, he's talking right after the multiplication of the loaves and fish. He tried to get away from the people. We see that a lot. He gets in a boat or he walks away and people chase him. They come after him and ask him, where are you? The whole world is looking for you. So Jesus says today, he says, I know why you're looking for me, because you want more bread, because you want to see that that sign that I performed, that miracle. But he said, you've got to hunger for something more than just that miracle or that bread. I'm going to give you something else. And it's great because he he opens up that hunger in them. I love that thing. They said, sir, give us that bread always. And Jesus might as well have said, it's coming. It's coming. Just a minute. But I got to teach you about it first. I want you to really hunger for this so you know what it is that God is going to give to you. So in order to teach them, he hearkens back to that great story that we heard in the first reading from Exodus, the story of our ancestors in the desert. It's a tough reading, to uh, tough uh, chapter in our history, if you would, to read about that, to read about the, the, uh, the exodus of our people there, our ancestors, because everything's going well. Remember when they escape Pharaoh and they go through the Red Sea and they're all like so happy and everything, and then all of a sudden something happens and they go to Moses saying, why did you bring us out here? And Moses calls upon God and God saves them again. A couple days later, maybe even hours, they're like, why did you bring us out here? So today they say something that is unbelievable. They say, you know what? We were better off as slaves in Egypt because at least we had food back there. You had to bring us out here to die in the desert. At that point, I'm sure Moses goes back to God saying, what am I going to do with these people? Or sometimes Moses even says to God, do you think that little of me that you had me bring these people out here so we could die in the desert? But God says, tell them I will give them food from heaven. And then uh, this amazing thing happens. Now, when I was little and I I heard about manna falling from the sky, I mean, I I had little sandwiches, bread, that bread, you know, so I thought it was little sandwich bread or loaves coming down from heaven. Or maybe the brown and serve rolls, you know, those things. Man, I love that. I just imagined it kind of hailing brown and serve rolls or whatever. 
But what it says in the Bible is this. It said there was a dew that covered the camp every morning. And when it evaporated, there were fine flakes like hoarfrost all over. And they gathered these up and they kind of mixed it in with water, made a little cake, and they would put that over fire or something like that, and they would have bread. It was viaticum, to use an old Latin word, meaning food for the journey. God fed them every day on the way, on their journey. And this is an amazing thing. You know, you can't work on, on the Sabbath. They couldn't work. They couldn't even make bread on the Sabbath. So God gave them a double portion on Friday. And so they could, each family could make a couple of cakes to, to, have, to uh, carry them through the Sabbath. Pretty amazing. So God fed them. So the people talked about that for centuries, how awesome that was. And even in Jesus' day, they were talking about that, like, wasn't that amazing? Moses gave us food from heaven. And Jesus basically says, wait a minute, two things. One, that wasn't Moses, that was our father. And two, if you think that was good, just wait. God's going to give you something more. And then he expounds, he teaches on what it is God is going to give them. The bread that I shall give you, he said, is true food. It is true drink. The one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood will live forever. And what I will give you is not just a miracle or a symbol or a sign from heaven, but my very flesh, so that I will be in you and you will be in me. This is why it is so important for us to know and believe in the real presence. Not just that the communion is a symbol, or it's a strong sign, it's a miracle. It's actually the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. And he says it over and over again in this sixth chapter. He says, you must believe that what I give you is not regular food that will get you through an hour or a couple days or a week. What I give you will lead to eternal life. It is my flesh, my real body and blood. Now, this was in another diocese, in another church, but I was giving out communion once up here like this, and I saw a woman come up with a little boy in her arms, and he was reaching out, you know, he said, I want that. What is that cookie? I want that. And the mother said, and she said it pretty loud, I heard it, she said, oh, sweetheart, we pretend that's Jesus, and then we eat it. And he said, but I want that. Now, I hope she did that because, you know, she's trying to explain to the little boy, and you're not going to have a theological conversation Actually, even though it looks like bread, because of transubstantiation, that's really Jesus. But no, she just said, we pretend that's Jesus. But I hope that's not what she believes. You know, she came up then a couple steps later, and I was nice, but I said, the body of Christ. You know, I didn't say pretend this is or a symbol. But it is really important for us to believe because if, you, if, you, if you've ever heard this, the, the quote from uh, the famous Southern writer Flannery O'Connor, it's a little colorful, I can't say exactly what she said, but she, a, a Catholic, said, you know, if, if the Eucharist is just a sign, then to heck with it. She didn't say heck, but anyway, she said, if it's just a sign, then forget it. It doesn't really mean anything. But if it's the body and blood, soul and divinity of Jesus Christ, then we have communion with him. He is flesh of our flesh, bone of our bone. We become what we eat, and thus we have communion with our Father, and that's eternal life. So that's why it's so important for us to know and believe that it's not just a symbol. It is the true bread come down from heaven. And Jesus Christ himself said, I am that bread. I am the bread of life come down from heaven. And you and I should say, like those people in Jesus' day, Lord, give me that food always. That's why we're here. Or that woman at the well who, when Jesus is saying, I will give you water that will well up in you and lead to eternal life, she said, Sir, 
give me that drink. You and I should hunger and thirst for the Lord, for his word and his sacrament, so that we say, sir, give me this food, give me this drink. And Jesus invites us here to this Mass today and every Sunday, every day, and says, I am the bread of life. Eat my flesh, drink my blood, and you will have life within you. So now let us continue celebrating the liturgy of the Eucharist in which we will receive this miracle, Jesus' body, blood, soul, and divinity, so that we may have forgiveness, so that we may be strengthened, so that we may go out into the world to be like Jesus Christ, who said, I am the bread come down from heaven. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood will live forever. Amen.